0: Pero antes, un mensaje de nuestros auspiciadores. Down.
1: Uh-huh. Change your mind, you can reach me on your video. Uh-huh.
0: Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about 319 from The Gold Experience. Uh, recorded on the 25th of October 1993 at Paisley Park um, and a little bit more later on in 1993 um, and then released on the 22nd of September 1995 as featured in the film Showgirls. Um, on the track you have Prince, you got Michael B, Sonny T, Tommy Barbarella, Mr Hayes, Ricky Peterson, so that is one, two, three, four keyboard players. Uh, along with the MPG horns. And the track itself is 3 minutes and 5 seconds, though if on the album you play it with the MPG operator that comes right before it, then it turns into a song that is 3 minutes and 19 seconds long. And joining me to talk about it today is Victor Azevedo. Hello, Victor. Hey, Derek. Now, um, in terms of, like, a genre for this song, uh, I feel like its use (laughs) in the film Showgirls Kind of turns it into like, you know, uh, like a, a like a stripper song. But I don't I don't think that it's really I don't think it really fits the scene that the, that it appears in. Um, really? You know, I, I mean, the thing is, like it, it kind of, you know, um, Prince has said that it was inspired by Elizabeth Berkeley who was in Showgirls. And I mean, I don't see how that's possible unless Prince saw an early cut, because up until this point, she was literally just Jesse Spano on Saved by the Bell so I don't know how you would see her on Saved by the Bell and then think oh yeah this is the kind of song that I think you know she would be in like it's like it just it doesn't make any sense in like that way around um but you know and like I mean it's obviously a kind of a dance song Uh, I mean, several points in the song princess dance (laughs) um And, you know, we have kind of this, you know, various keyboards, which are sampling stuff. There's like lots of different kind of samples throughout the song. You know, later on in Showgirls, there is a scene which involves a room that that has got the numbers 319 on. And the MPG operator, uh, which proceeds, you know, says, Welcome to the dawn. You've just accessed the beautiful experience. This experience will cover courtship, sex, commitment. And then it stalls on the word commitment commitment and then you get the the, the operator uh, connecting a call saying you know three nine you hear 319 please and then you get uh um un, un instant je vous connect which means one moment while i connect you you know that 14 seconds brings the runtime of the song up to three minutes and 19 seconds um uh, but th- like uh, you know the kind of the the whole thing of courtship, sex, commitment. I don't think that that's really something that's covered in the song. And you know the the point of view that is being taken by Prince in the song, um, he seems to be referring to a person as three nineteen. <laughs> I don't know. It's a re- it's a kind of confusing song. I think.
1: Yeah, because I actually thought it was a bit different because the operator stops at that word commitment. I just assumed this was some tryst, like she's. You know he Prince's little one on the side or like an escort because I thought just 319 was just the room, but it could be escort's number. I don't know The way the operator stops the commitment and then you hear them basically almost like stop, like stop the keyboard, flick it back to say the commitment, commitment, commitment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know because the thing is, of course, he says take off your clothes 319. So, like, I'm like, is that her name? What is got? Like, you know. And like I say, it's Prince addressing all these instructions to this this woman or person, and uh, you know, uh, I, d- I don't think it like in terms of the scene in the in in Showgirls, I don't think it really that the like the 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 kind of narrative of the song doesn't really fit with the idea that this is something, um you know for um you know Elizabeth Berkeley to strip to or inspired by Elizabeth Berkeley. like this is the this I feel like. It feels like Prince maybe said that as a little bit of kind of like PR stuff for when the film came out, um, you know because this this song was recorded like years before Showgirls yeah. even started shooting. Um, so it, I it just to me it just kind of doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Um, you know when it's when it's kind of put that way. Like I said, you know, I mean the the kind of the most recent thing that um, that you know um Elizabeth Berkeley had been in. Um, was Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style in 1992. So, like, I can't see that Prince sees that and goes, oh, you know, I I think I'll record a song about this person as a stripper. Like, you know, so I, do, I don't believe that at all, like in terms of the narrative of, of like, Prince kind of selling the song. Um, but obviously, you know, this was part of a project for him to kind of contribute songs to the soundtrack for Showgirls. Um, not quite in a kind of Batman way, but, you know... The kind of the dispute with Warner Brothers had taken, you know, I wouldn't say a toll, but Prince was looking for kind of alternative ways of putting stuff out. And if he put a soundtrack out, that wouldn't count, uh, you know, like he was restricting in what he could release, so it, you know, that wouldn't count as a restriction. He could do a soundtrack, um, you know, for, for a film uh, as he did with Girl Six, you know, literally the next year, you know, it wouldn't really kind of count against him, you know, um, also like you know you know um you know showgirls was made by carol co and and um and it was it was kind of distributed by ua it had nothing to do with warner brothers um so stuff that was outside of warner brothers you know prince could kind of contribute stuff too um and, and so you know that that was obviously what he was thinking of doing uh, you know later on in the film we also have Rapop go to zipper nothing about this song really feels to me like it fits i mean Elizabeth Berkeley stripping to the song kind of makes it feel like it should be seen as a stripper song, um, but you know I think Nasty Girl in um, you know Beverly Hills Cop like feels like it fits the scene better than you know this kind of
1: like that Leopard like, Pour Some Sugar on Me song. So it's like, like like in the actual scene itself, the whole narrative if you were telling me a lot right about the narrative, no telling a lot about that, but the song with the stripping makes total sense. Like, it kind of yeah. fits in. And it just, it actually directed the first games that way, and
0: parts of the songs. But, yeah, so, you know, like, there are songs that we kind of think of maybe as stripper songs, and I don't think anyone thinks of 319 as a stripper song. Um, you know, and there is a lot of kind of, like, you know, like we said, there is a lot of this kind of instruction um you know particularly kind of starting off with you know (laughs) take off your clothes although we do get a bit of sound effects at the start where you have like a the knock on the door and you know the whole bout time come in um you know and 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 then we have prince singing my camera's gonna get you good and wet you ought to let me come and pet you so it lasts 319 you know stuff like that and uh, you know uh put your leg on the chair you know uh, you know, you're hot when you play with your hair. And there is a little bit where I think Elizabeth Burfley does like a, a hair flick. Um, she doesn't actually use a chair in her routine. She's she's mostly on a pole, so, you know. And, and there's the kind of lock the door and kill the phone, my camera, you and me alone. So there's a, you know, there's a lot of kind of, this is what is happening in this hotel room. Like I said, doesn't really fit with the narrative of what's going on. And, you know, at, at the end of the song, there is a little bit of Prince singing, um, have you ever kissed another woman on the dance floor? Which, you know, it would be something that in the film actually occurs kind of, uh, later on in the film between Gina Gershon and Elizabeth Berkley, you know, there is some kissing, um, but you know, we have, we also have the, the second stripper comes in um, uh, uh, kind of out of nowhere in terms of the scene. Like she's just all of a sudden the camera pans over one side and there she is. She's also stripping on the stage, um, you know, and, at the, and after like two minutes of, of Elizabeth Berkley stripping to the song, um, she kind of gets mad. Something that her character does so many times in this film, it's almost not funny. Um, and she like runs off stage. Um, you know, uh, the scene also contains you know one of the more famous lines where Gina Gershon and Karl McLaughlin are watching this act. It is mainly for their benefit, I feel. And she, you know, she says to Karl McLaughlin, "Do you like her? I'll buy her for you," uh, which obviously sets up what happens at you know the next kind of scene.
1: Because I hadn't seen this movie since it came out, so if I got that little scene, I forgot how creepy Karl McLaughlin is. In. He's so just, <laughs> yeah.
0: like, oh God. I feel like it was a low point in Karl Mclachlan's career before he did Desperate Housewives, and that kind of started yeah. to, you know, revive his career a little bit. Um, oh, he'd also done Sex and the City, but kind of around that time, he, you know, he kind of went back into the mainstream. Uh, but yeah, you know, and uh, you know, there's also a Prince screaming, uh, "Ooh, baby, how'd you get your legs to do that?" You know, stuff like, you know, you know, ah, uh, hoochie, you don't do that. You make me want to dance. You know, there's. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't feel like there's really much to say about the lyrics because there's kind of not, like, the narrative is just basically Prince instructing someone in a hotel room to do various things, and then also asking them questions about how they do those things. <laughs> and so. But the
1: hoochie want to dance thing it almost like seems like a, seriously no. that little bit. Sounds like it's been borrowed because there's that bit in Kiss where he says, you know, the, the dance move where it kind of sounds like it's borrowed from Kiss as well. It's really weird cause I, I said I've had this song on pretty much the last two days and I'm just picking these little bits and hold on, is that a kiss? And then I'll just listen to Kiss again and I'm like,
0: holy crap it is,
1: yeah, these little bits and pieces.
0: I mean, the weirdest thing is, you know, um, Prince, there's a little couplet where Prince says, I just want a hollow screaming uh, shout. When you let your fingers do the walking, in and out, and all about. Now the thing is, like, let your fingers do the walking is <laughs> is like a is like a, a tagline for. I mean, certainly over here, I think it was for the Yellow Pages. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So the, like the idea of your fingers, you know, walking through the Yellow Pages, um, but it's also you know the title of a, a Black Flag song as well. Um, you know, so I I don't know. It's, it seems like Prince. I don't know if if the kind of let your fingers do the walking is just meant to be a kind of, um, you know, like uh, some kind of implication of where those fingers are gonna walk, or if Prince is actually kind of quoting the title of a black fag line or this kind of you know jingle for yellow pages. Like I don't know. I don't know where what Prince is attempting to kind of do, you know, with that. Uh, but it just it just kind of feels like maybe he's you know he like. Uh, you know, the, the kind of like the picture of the yellow pages with the fingers kind of almost as as if they're legs on top of the is you know, that's the main logo for the yellow pages over here for years. Yeah. Um, you know, so obviously maybe, you know, maybe something that Prince is kind of maybe in his subconscious and he's just kind of saying it without realizing it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like the production is too harsh and that kind of, you know, you, you like, you have the little kind of guitar riffs and you have the, the kind of, I don't know, it almost sounds like a buzzsaw that's kind of, played every now and again throughout this song um and like the the kind of the all of the production sounds like it's very loud and it's very kind of harsh um and you know some of the other songs also have that kind of um i don't know how to say it kind of like a metallic sound like it's almost like the production on this album because you know prince has spent so long kind of touring it uh it's almost it's almost like prince was like i'm gonna have to turn this up to 11 because he he talked this album up for so long And it's almost like he's like, well, when people hear it, it's going to have to be super loud and kind of over the top. And I guess, you know, maybe that's another thing to me. It doesn't really feel like it fits the scene in Showgirls. But then again, I don't think that anything on any scene in Showgirls would really fit. Like, you know, that's a film that is notoriously terrible. And I I feel like there are some people who try to kind of, uh, you know, redeem it and say that it was kind of its camp and all that kind of stuff. No, it's just a bad film. It's just a film that was not well written and is mostly not well performed and you know is is just kind of subject to all kinds of kind of you know plot contrivances that you know for a film called showgirls uh, there is very little show and you know probably you know way too much of a of kind of like all the backstage machinations and stuff it's like It's a film that doesn't really know what it's doing. And, you know, I think Prince was lucky that he kind of, you know, swerved a bullet and didn't end up doing the whole soundtrack and and only kind of contributed two songs. Because I think if he'd done the whole soundtrack, I don't think it would have kind of killed his career. um, But I think people would have been like, oh, really, this is, you know, I mean, with Girl 6, it's kind of just like a mixed bag of kind of Prince giving a load of old songs um, to Spike Lee. And, you know, Spike Lee's a director who has a certain reputation, certainly up until kind of like the mid-90s anyway. So that clearly isn't a bad move. But kind of Prince maybe doing a soundtrack for Paul Verhoeven would have just been, you know, disastrous. Um, you know. And as it is, we we only get kind of two Prince songs. And then later on in the film, there is a shout-out to 319, with that being the hotel room number um, where certain events take place, which I'm not going to get into here because, you know, Uh, But yeah, so I mean, for me, I can't go any higher really than a 3 out of 5. I mean, this is, it's a song that kind of feels like it doesn't really say anything. And I know that, you know, Prince has done this before. He's had songs where he's like seducing someone. And there's not like a huge kind of substantial amount to the songs. But maybe there's just something interesting that Prince is bringing to it. And I I don't think like that Prince's vocals, you know, are kind of that interesting in this song. And the production feels a little kind of flat to me. So, you know, I don't think I'd go any higher than the three. It's not a terrible song, but at the same time, if I'm listening to this album, you know, I I I'm, I mostly kind of skip this song.
1: Yeah, I totally you, agree with the three. You're right about the harshness, too. Like, even though the horn stabs, runs. Right, gotta say it.
0: I mean, the only notable thing about this song, I would say, other than the fact that, you know, it's part of an abandoned soundtrack, um, you know, as with the other Gold Experience songs, Prince performed it on tour for a couple of years before the album was released, never performed it again i can kind of see why i don't think that you know post rainbow children i could see prince performing a song that effectively appeared as you know the backing to a strip routine in in showgirls um not even a film that's rated r but a film that was basically released with an nc17 so you know i can't see rainbow children prince really embracing that um but you know for me personally every episode of this uh, this uh, podcast I, I upload at 3 uh, 319 in the morning um so like for me it's just like a fun kind of um thing to do but you know I it's kind of like the idea that 319 is a track that lasts 319 and i upload my podcast at 319 like i don't know I, I can't say that i've ever met prince fans who are like oh yeah 319 that's a great song like you know i think most people would agree it's just a kind of middling track yeah Um, and i don't think anyone's tried to cover it though at the same time from what i understand there is like a showgirls musical or something um so (laughs) which is only which is only off broadway um so i don't know if anyone in that actually sings 319 um as as part of the show for the first strip routine or something uh, but I, none of the songs that are from the musical version of uh, Showgirls have the words 319 in the title. So I, I'm guessing, you know, it's probably not part of that. But, you know, if, if there were a cover, I would have expected it to have been part of... Of kind of the cast recording of that, uh, of that rather than kind of anyone trying to cover it. Um, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about three nineteen. So, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Victor? Uh, nothing for me to plug. So let's stop Victor. Okay, you can find us on Facebook at Prince struck by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us. Not sure why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Uh, unless you know, maybe you were one of the original members of the Broadway cast of Showgirls. Then by all means, do you know email me. Um, Thanks once more for being my guest here, Victor. Uh, Thanks, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye.